RTHK News. It's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, hundreds of people have gathered outside West Kowloon Court to show their support for the 47 pan-Democrats arrested for allegedly conspiring to subvert state power. An infectious disease expert warns that delays in sending out COVID test results is rendering the test meaningless. And the new director of broadcasting vows to uphold editorial independence at RTHK. Hundreds of people are gathered outside the Kowloon Magistrates Court to show support for 47 pan-Democrats who've been charged with conspiracy to commit subversion. Many heeded calls from the Civil Human Rights Front to wear black. Some in the crowd chanted the band Liberate Hong Kong slogan. The subversion charge relates to a primary vote the pan-Democrats held to try and win seats in the LegCo elections, which were later postponed. Avery Ng from the League of Social Democrats urged people to stay defiant. Remember, yesterday was a historical day in Hong Kong, where in one sweeping action, the Communist Party as well as the Hong Kong government has silent, clear out all the opposition leaders and voices, imprisoners, denying us from freedom. We are descending into a dark and cold age of fear. But I have to remind everybody, we will not give up. Where there's hope, there will be spark and there will be fire. Members of the public have been queuing up for seats for the hearing, although they're unlikely to see the 47 defendants in person in court, as all seats in the main courtroom are reserved for defendants, lawyers and family members. Some people queued overnight. If I cannot go inside, at least I come here to show my support. I'm very angry, of course, because I vote them and most of the Hong Kongers vote them, and they represent us, and they help us a lot. I cannot say against the government, but they showed our opinions. We are here today because this is one of the ways that we can tell this authoritative regime that we will not budge and we will not stand down just because you arrest our people using a law that didn't exist at all when all these things happened. And we still are hopeful that one day we will find our freedom and we will not give up. Not like that. Around a dozen government supporters were also outside the court chanting slogans. A constitutional law expert says the charges against the 47 pan-Democrats for holding a primary election brings Hong Kong into disrepute and doesn't benefit anyone. Professor Michael Davis is a US-based senior fellow at the University of Hong Kong. The charges that have been leveled against 47 people who were previously arrested for conducting a primary is an example which just brings huge disrepute on Hong Kong. And I can't see how it's in the interest of people on any side of the political spectrum for Hong Kong to be viewed as this hardline authoritarian regime. The government accuses the pan-Democrats of trying to win enough seats in the legislature to paralyse the government. A political commentator says society will become more difficult to control if authorities try to screen political candidates. Yesterday, former NPC Standing Committee member Rita Fan said district councillors should be barred from the election committee that chooses the chief executive. She also said this committee should nominate candidates for LegCo elections. She made the comments at a seminar in Sunjun on ensuring Hong Kong is run by patriots. Chung Kim Wah said such suggestions would put Hong Kong back by half a century for election. More people, or even people represented by the political ideology, will go outside the constitution or institution. They are trying to do something outside the government or outside the institution to achieve their political ends. So this is going to be very costly for the society and very difficult for the government to manage, and it will be even harder for the authority to take control of the whole society. 
The district court has put on hold the trial of seven pro-democracy figures in connection with a protest in 2019 as it tried to resolve a clash between this hearing and a separate national security case. Leung Kwok Hung is one of seven defendants charged with organising and joining an unauthorised assembly on August the 18th in 2019. But his lawyer told the court Mr Leung was also due to appear in another mentioned hearing over a subversion charge laid against him and 46 other pan-democrats yesterday. Asked by Judge Amanda Woodcock whether the hearing may proceed without Mr Leung being present, the lawyer said his client believed that would be an unreasonable arrangement. The court has adjourned the hearing so Mr Leung and his lawyer can discuss the matter. The government has come under heavy criticism over serious delays in sending out coronavirus test results, with an infectious disease expert warning this is making the testing meaningless. Some people have complained they had waited for days for their coronavirus test results to come back. A specialist in respiratory medicine, Leung Chi Chu, criticised the government for suddenly boosting testing orders while failing to engage more private laboratories to do the work. If we delay it for more than a few days, in fact, even if we get the result, it will be too late uh, to control the, the spread of the virus because the disease uh, spread uh, most rapidly within the first few days after symptom onset. If you delay the test until after three days, and then you will have lost most of the effect of the testing. And if you delay for over one week, in fact, the infectious fever might have already passed. The new head of RTHK, Patrick Lee, has vowed to uphold editorial independence at the public broadcaster. Mr Lee is a veteran administrative officer appointed by the government to replace the former director of broadcasting, Leung Ka Wing, whose contract was due to end in August. It comes as the station has been criticised for deficiencies in its editorial management. Speaking on his first day in the job, Mr Lee said he would lead RTHK staff to serve the public with professionalism and impartiality. I will safeguard the editorial independence of RTHK, as specified in the Charter. At the same time, ensure that RTHK fulfills the required responsibilities, serves the people of Hong Kong with professionalism, performs the functions of public broadcasting, and delivers high-quality and diversified programs and information to the public. The RTHK Programme Staff Union expressed hope the new station chief would live up to his pledge. Chairwoman Gladys Chu also urged Mr Lee to prioritise new headquarters for the station, describing the current buildings as dilapidated. Turning overseas, Donald Trump has used his first major political speech since his tumultuous departure from the White House to position himself as a prospective Republican presidential candidate in 2024. With your help, we will take back the House. We will win the Senate. And then a Republican president will make a triumphant return to the White House, and I wonder who that will be. I wonder who that will be. He told the Conservative Political Action Conference in Florida he had no plans to launch a new party and would actively back Republican congressional candidates who supported him in midterm elections. The South African President Cyril Ramaphosa has announced that restrictions to control the spread of coronavirus will be lowered. Based on an assessment of the current state of the pandemic in the country, Cabinet has decided earlier today to move the country from coronavirus alert level 3 to alert level 1. He said all efforts should now go into growing the economy while keeping the virus under control. He said measures imposed during the holiday period had reduced infection levels from 90,000 new cases a week to 10,000. 
A High Court judge in Brazil has ordered the government to reopen hospital intensive care beds in three states, closed this month. The judge said there was no justification in the middle of one of the world's worst coronavirus outbreaks. Here's the BBC's Candice Piet. Officials in Sao Paulo say the number of intensive care beds in public hospitals has been reduced from around 4,000 to fewer than 500. Beds were also closed in the states of Bahia and Maranhão. Health officials say Brazil's hospitals are becoming overwhelmed with more than 80% capacity in 17 state capitals. Several governors are attempting to impose curfews and lockdown measures to tackle a second COVID wave that has remained stubbornly high for months as more contagious variants flourish. The chief medical advisor for the United States, Dr. Anthony Fauci, says children of secondary school age could begin receiving vaccinations against COVID-19 by the end of the year. Studies are taking place to determine the effectiveness and safety of the vaccines in children under 18. Dr. Fauci said younger children might have to wait longer for their turn. If you project realistically when we'll get enough data to be able to say that elementary school children will be able to be vaccinated, I would think that would be at the earliest the end of the year and very likely the first quarter of 2022. But for the high school kids, it looks like sometime this fall. The Israeli government has approved a plan to vaccinate Palestinians who work in Israel and in Jewish settlements. Here's the BBC's Sebastian Usher. The contrast between Israel, which has led the world in vaccinating its population, and the Palestinian territories, which have had major problems in obtaining vaccines, has been stark. It's led to both Palestinian and international calls for Israel to do more to help. Israeli officials have said it's not legally their country's responsibility under the Oslo Peace Accords. But the pressure has continued, intensified by an Israeli decision now reversed to send some of its surplus vaccines to allies abroad. The United Nations has condemned the use of lethal force against peaceful protesters in Myanmar. It was the bloodiest day since protests began against the military leaders who overthrew the elected government. Protesters in several cities were confronted with live ammunition, rubber bullets, stun guns and water cannon. The UN Special Rapporteur on Myanmar, Tom Andrews, said there was a danger the violence could escalate. The news is grim. It was a bloody Sunday in Myanmar. We know that at least 18 people are dead. We're still looking to see how many additional people have perhaps been killed but also are injured uh, throughout Myanmar. So the, the picture is grim. What we do know is that the brutality of this regime is increasing. They're ratcheting up their response, and uh, it is a very, very gruesome, gruesome day and gruesome sign. To finance news, a short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 29,342. That's 351 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $120 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 106.55 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 20 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 84 cents. And now with the sports news, here's Damon Pang. Thank you. And football first. Manchester United hang on to second spot in the Premier League after a door goalless draw with Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. United were furious early on when the referee stuck to his call not to give a penalty for a handball against Callum Hudson-Odoi. The video assistant referee asked the ref to take a second look, but he still wasn't convinced. Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel says he simply could not understand why VAR got involved. Yeah, I was anxious because I thought I was totally wrong because from my point of view it was clear that a guy in red played the ball with a hand. I could not understand what's going on. I did not know what this check was for. 
The Man United boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer saw the incident very differently. Penalty, 100% nailed on. If that's a natural position for a, for a hand to be in when the ball comes to you, it's then I'm blind. Uh, we kept the clean sheet. You come away with a win then if you score on one of them breakaways or if you get that nailed on penalty, which it is. And Liverpool are now sixth in the Premiership after a 2-0 victory over Sheffield United. The Reds snapping a run of four defeats. Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp was happy that stand-in goalkeeper Adrian was able to keep a clean sheet. Adrian got information yesterday that he will play and the character and the class he showed, I have to say, is really second to none. Absolutely outstanding in him. He got applause in the dressing room and I'm really happy for him. Leicester missed out on the chance to move into second after losing 3-1 at home to Arsenal. To compound the disappointing loss for Leicester, their winger Harvey Barnes had to be carried off as he suffered a knee injury, adding to their already considerable injury problems. Here's their manager, Brendan Rodgers. It's just been unfortunate, but it's it's the uniqueness of the season. Listen, we haven't cried about it all season. I don't want to start now. We just have to find a way and, and see what we can do. Elsewhere, Tottenham are eighth in the Premier League after a convincing 4-0 win against Burnley and Crystal Palace drew 0-0 against Fulham. In Italy, league leaders Inter beat Genoa 3-0 behind goals from Rom Lukaku, Alexis Sanchez and Matteo Damien. AC Milan, in second place, kept pace with their own 2-1 victory against Roma. Inter are now four points ahead in the Serie A. In Spain, La Liga leaders Atletico Madrid are now five points clear after a 2-0 victory over Villarreal. And they also have a game in hand over second-placed Barcelona. Basketball in a battle between top NBA teams, Milwaukee used a 9-0 run to close the game and beat the visiting LA Clippers 105-100. to Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 36 points and spurred the late rally for the Bucks, who won their fifth straight game. Elsewhere, Jason Tatum made a game-winning layup with five seconds to go as Boston overcame a 46-point effort from Bradley Beal to beat Washington 111-110. to Tatum scored 31 himself to lead the Celtics as they clawed one back despite missing the injured all-star Jalen Brown. It was winning time. We told each other we got to dig deep in that timeout, uh, do whatever it takes to, to figure it out. Just stay in it. We believe in ourselves, you know, down five or 40 seconds left. Uh, you know, we just found a way. And that's your spots. Thanks, Damon. And to end the news, the top stories once again. Hundreds of people have gathered outside Kowloon Magistrates Court to show their support for the 47 pan-Democrats arrested yesterday for allegedly conspiring to subvert state power. An infectious disease expert warns that delays in sending out COVID test results is rendering the test meaningless and the new director of broadcasting vows to uphold editorial independence at RTHK. The news from RTHK.
For a safe and healthy living environment, owners should not alter the drainage systems of buildings on their own.